liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. What's up, Tristan? What's up, Alec? How's it going today? It is good. It is good. It is Friday, finally. Thank goodness. Uh, What's up, everybody? We are going to be doing little mini episodes of the podcast, we think. Starting out with this one, where we just sit down and talk about various little quick topics. And today, we are going to be talking about the 2021 Cadillac Escalade. I believe we've had three of them now, right? I think that's correct. I think we had one that had like super low mileage, like 500 miles or something. Now we've had two since then, white one and black one, sport and premium luxury. Yeah, and then the first one we had had uh, the custom rims on it. It was all blacked out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we just want to sit down and kind of cover some of these vehicles, put our thoughts out there about them, because our thoughts are the thoughts that matter most. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but just give you guys some insight on some of these cars that you may or may not have a chance to uh, look at in person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely got a high price point um you know they're really tough to come by looking at the market there's really not a lot of them out there um you know they're like i said they're tough to come by and so with that kind of what happened to the corvettes the c8s as well you know uh, supply is low and demand was high so it really kind of jacked up the price on those um you know i just saw the other day where there was um 2021 sport with like 800 miles on it, sold at auction for like 123,000, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, the luxury starts at 76, premium luxury starts at 83, sport starts at 85, and so on and so on and so on and so on, with, of course, additional packages that can be tacked onto that. Yeah, so you're looking to pay in probably 20 grand over sticker. Yeah, when <laughs> when they say luxury, they actually mean it in this case, and you're yeah. going to pay the price tag for the name luxury that's tacked onto it. Um, miles per gallon, you're looking at 21 city, 27 highway, and horsepower is between 277 and tops out at 420. Now, I know when we were doing our research on these, we saw that there was a turbo diesel option, which kind oh, of intrigued yeah. you a little I think bit. It was a three three liter or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, and then towing capacity for those who care is seventy five hundred to seventy seven hundred pounds. So, I mean, Escalade has always been known for you know a class above comfort, convenience, luxury. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always I've always looked at it like uh, the Big Brother to the Tahoe. Yeah. Exactly, or the, yeah, not not so much the uh, suburban. Really, I guess it'd be more of a Tahoe. Um, but I mean, they've continued to step it up. You know, even with this model, the with the redesign, the research and development on this. Um, you know, with the upgraded, of course, across Chevy, they've upgraded their rear view mirror to be kind of an augmented camera for your rear view. Yeah. Uh, along with the other features that they've thrown in there, which is the ionization of the air you can... Yeah, they have air ionization in it, which means it's going to take the air in, it's going to cleanse it for you. So especially right now in North Carolina with pollen season, yeah, it's going to clear Very that helpful. air. Um, yeah, and I'm, I want to circle back real quick. Uh, the top of the line Cadillac that you can get is the Sport Platinum, which starts at 102, 290, and you can add uh, packages onto that. So... Yeah, I mean, it comes with a bunch of features. It's got the mirror. It's got the ionization. Uh, the whole dash now is pretty much a giant screen. Yep. It's not one connected screen, but r- technically you have three screens. You have, obviously, 
your normal display display entertainment screen yeah you have your gauge and then to the left of the gauge you actually have a small little uh electronic display now which lets you switch between what you're going to see in your gauge cluster yep and that's you know your regular gauges your navigation and then they actually have an augmented reality camera now which is pretty interesting and i know that you tried that out when we did our review and what were your thoughts on that uh, I mean, I think it's geared towards keeping the driver's attention on the road. So, I mean, it allows you to look at your dash, but also be looking at the road at the same time. I mean, you're looking at your dash for primarily um, what it's best for is the navigation, throwing up which direction you're turning, um, which direction you're driving in where your gauge cluster would be. But you're also it's showing you the display of the road, the cars in front of you, the cars going by. So, you know, there's less of a distraction looking away from the road trying to get navigation directions and stuff like that. Yeah, so it, it literally, when you have your route plugged into your guidance, when you're going down the road, it's going to put an uh, augmented arrow on the road in your little display. So instead of trying to figure out, oh, my goodness, is this my turn? I'm not good with navigation. It lags a little bit behind. It's literally going to show you in your car where to turn on the real-life road. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, a few other things that we have, obviously, we have Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. It's got uh, a 12.6-inch display, AKG uh, sound system, which does has this one have the driver talk as well so you can yeah talk to so your third row. it's got the enhanced speaker which you know if with the third row seating in the back what you're going to be able to do is if you're the driver it's going to take your audio and then filter it through the speakers throughout the car so if you have guests or obviously kids the kids are going to be able to hear you better the regular studio sound system comes with 19 speakers and the akg system comes with 36 total so if you get the top-of-the-line sound system, you're definitely going to be... Upgrading. Uh, upgrading. It sounds very good. Going down the road, uh, I know it drives good. I know that you had the chance to drive it the other day. I mean, a Cadillac is a Cadillac. It's going to drive good. But what were your... I mean, it was, it's a big car. So being that it's a big car, what were your impressions? Did it feel like you were driving a tugboat? Or did it handle better than you thought it would? I mean, it handles well... I mean, comparatively, I daily drive a, a truck, an F-150, so it kind of, I guess, felt a little bit like that. I mean, it's obviously not a sedan, so it doesn't feel like a small car, but, um, you know, it performs well. I think the one we had had performance exhaust on it, um, and, you know, it, so it sounded a little bit different, but, I mean, it hugs, hugs corners well. I think it has magnetic ride control as well, um, so, you know, that's going to help with your suspension and, and the, just the drivability overall. So, I mean, it was, it was a good feel. I mean, it's a, it's a Cadillac. Like you said, it's an Escalade and it, it flows down the road. We talked about this on the previous podcast before this about prices going up for vehicles in general. I yeah. know Brandon had said, you know, $100,000 isn't thought of the way it was thought of, you know, 10, even five years ago. Right. So I know Cadillac is technically somewhat of a, premium brand but do you think that this trend is going to continue where you know we see even the bottom line models just continue to go up in price i mean there's a lot of inflation right now across the board whether it be automotive real estate boats campers whatever um you know that's the way the market's being pushed i think there's probably it's going to be due for a correction at some point i think that you know prices will come back down eventually hopefully um you know 
it's we're just in an age where people care a lot more about the cars that they have. They're willing to ultimately just pay more for cars because people care about them more. And so, you know, a long time ago, not that long ago, but there was a time when people were paying just a couple thousand dollars for a pretty nice car. And now, you know, it's not uncommon that people are paying 50, 60, 70, $80,000 for a premium vehicle just because they care about having that comfort and convenience, the most up-to-date features. I mean, think about everyone with their phones. Everyone wants the most up-to-date phone. It's kind of transitioned over to automotive. Everyone wants the most up-to-date car with the technology and the convenience. Yeah, my the last question I have and I've been thinking about lately is, you know, we think about, and we talked about on the pot last podcast that we did, uh, all the EVs that are coming out, and we talked about the pricing for those. But my general question, too, is where does that leave all of these, you know, staple makes and models? You know, are we going to see to where all these brands kind of transform their current lines into EVs only? Or do are we going to see new models come out and then all of these old ones are going to be phased out of existence? I think you're going to have a huge market that doesn't want to go towards electric because they would just prefer traditional. I mean, that's just, you know, like everyone that's that drives a truck, you know, those types of people, well, of course, myself included, or, yeah. you know, they want the, well, you know, it's a gas engine. I, I know my 5.0 V8 engine is going to perform. I don't know anything about these electric cars, blah, blah, blah. Well, my greater question is, is really this. Are we going to see to where, you know, when everything is electric, it will be all electric. Maybe not all, but the majority of it will be electric at some point in the future. Uh, my question is, when we make that transition, is it going to be the same lineup of vehicles we already have? And like GM, for instance, has just taken their current lineup and made them all EV. Or are we going to see the introduction of five to ten new lines and models and the Cadillac is just no longer in existence? Or are we going to see an all EV Cadillac Escalade? I wouldn't be surprised if we made it to an all you know all electric Escalade especially with the Hummer and everything like that. I mean, if that takes hold, then I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these car dealerships tried to pretty much just take the branding from what they currently have and right. slap it on something new. And then maybe that helps current customers that enjoy these lines of vehicles. Right. They're like, oh, well, I mean, it's still an Escalade. It's electric, but at the end of the day, it's still an Escalade or... It's still, still a Bronco, like they, it's still yeah. a Jeep, whatever it is. If they're putting that branding onto it, they still feel like they belong to that brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see. That's a question we can't answer right now, but it is a thought that's been on my mind. Um, yeah. Good talk. Good review. Thank you, sir. Yeah. This has been a short little episode of Service Required. We're going to start doing a little bit more of these little ones because they're a little bit easier to get together and do. Hope that you guys have found some of this information helpful. Uh, we will be back here again at some point talking about another interesting vehicle. Uh, until then, I'm Alec. I'm Tristan. And we hope you guys have a good one. See ya.